Welcome to Empowerment for Today, where you can find the power to overcome in every area of your life. I'm Roberta Kay, and today's topic is on worship and praise, one of my favorite topics. And I want to encourage you to stay tuned because you just might be missing out on one of the very benefits that we'll be speaking about. Today, we're going to be speaking about worship and maybe some of those blessings that come with worship. But before we get into the blessings and the benefits, I wanted to speak to you today about why we worship. I mean, a lot of times we go into church and, you know, we go through the worship and praise service and we just kind of sing along and we're not really knowing exactly what we're doing when we're doing it. Some of you may have been in the body for a long time. And maybe you're just not experiencing the benefits of that worship and praise. So let's see what the Word of God says today. In Psalms 99, 5, it says, Exalt ye the Lord our God, and worship at his footstool, for he is holy. Psalms 98 goes in a long expertise of how we come to God and sing to him. And it says to sing unto the Lord a new song to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. It says to make a loud noise. How many of you are like, why is it so loud in here? Well, God says to make a loud noise unto him. And also in Psalms 98, it says to rejoice and sing praise. Part of our worship is rejoicing, thanking him, giving him honor and glory. It also says in Psalms 98 to sing with a harp, with trumpets, cornet, Make a joyful noise. Let the floods clap their hands. Ever wonder why sometimes people start clapping in the worship and praise? It's scriptural. God wants us to clap, to give him honor, to give him praise. The word even tells us that if we don't praise him, even the rocks are going to cry out. So that's why we kind of start to praise and worship during our service. But also in Psalm 63, verses 3 through 4. It says, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. Worship and praise is giving thanks and glory and honor to who he is. God is the king of kings, creator of everything. We worship him for who he is and what he's done for us. Not only for what he's done, but also what he's going to do. What has his word promised you? We're to give praise and glory and honor to him for all that he has done. First Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 34, it says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. While you're worshiping and praising God, think about his goodness and his mercy what he's already done for us by his shed blood, we can now come and worship him and glorify and magnify him. You know, we go to football games or concerts and we're all into giving praise. You know, we lift up our hands, we clap as our teams, yay, they're getting a touchdown. 
and we give praise to our teams, how much more should we be giving praise to God? Think of those times and and when you're, you know, your team's not playing, but you're still a football fan, so you're watching that game. But you know, your heart's really not into it. Not like when it's your team. Well, what about during your worship and praise? Are you giving it full force? Is he your number one team? Or is he just kind of like a standby team and you're just going through the motions? You know, so many times I found myself when I just go through the motions, yeah, I don't get that same result. But when I praise God and worship him with all my heart, with all my strength, with all my mind, there are benefits that come through it. And some of us may seem a little bit awkward. Well, I'm not going to sing. What if somebody hears me? Oh, I'm not going to shout. Why is everyone shouting? Well, when you're at a football game, do you care how loud you're shouting? What about at your favorite concert? I mean, I've been to concerts. And I mean, people singing next to me, well, they might not have the greatest voice, but man, they're belting it out. Well, during our worship and praise, what if we gave 100% all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our strength, and just went full force into worship and praise for God? What would that look like? What do you think some of those benefits might be? As we take a break right now, I want you to think about those questions. What are my benefits? Because when we come back, we're going to talk about one of my favorite benefits of worship. For only 58 cents per day, you can change a child's life forever. Your support gives a child nutritious meals, education, care, and hope for the future. Will you partner with us at Giving Hope to Haiti? With your donations, we can continue our work with the K-12 school in St. Mark. We serve an average of 300 students per year. Our focus is education, Christian values, and inspiration. Use our text to give to sponsor a child. Welcome back. Now we've been speaking about worship and praise. And why do we worship and praise? Of course, we know that it's because of who he is. We worship God for all that he is and all that he's done and all that he's going to do. God is our source. God is our refuge. In him, there's peace, there's joy, there's fullness. And I wanted to get into one of my favorite benefits of worship and praise. Before Christ came, we were cut off through our sin. There was no hope for us. We were lost. But then Christ came. And when Christ came through his shed blood, we were giving an advantage that was not there in the prior times. Before Christ came, we could not go into his presence. We could not come before him. But now through the blood of Christ, we can. You know, back in the Old Testament, only the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies. And he was only allowed to go one time per year. Now to me, that is sad to not be able to go into the Holy of Holies. And the high priest could only do that one time per year. And you know, um, they used to tie bells on the bottom of his feet so that when he went into the Holy of Holies, if for whatever reason he didn't make it, 
and he died, they could pull him out. Isn't it good to know that we're no longer in that dispensation? Christ came. Christ came through his blood, through his shed blood. We are without sin when we enter in to what he's already given us. When we accept that blood of Jesus, when we go in through his blood, we can now come into the presence of God. And that's what real worship and praise does for us. It says that we can come before him by the blood of the lamb through worship and praise. Enter into his courts with praise. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. It's an exciting time to be able to go into the presence of God. I know that in Psalms 22, 3, it says that God inhabits the praises of his people. That means he inhabits. When you're inhabiting something, you're living there. You're dwelling there. And now we have access to dwell with God. It says God inhabits the praises of his people. When we're giving God praise, when we're giving him honor, when we're glorifying him, he's inhabiting us. It's in his presence. You know, one of the biggest benefits of that worship is that we can come before his presence. I know for myself that when I get into his presence, everything else just sheds off of me. When I'm in his presence, I have joy. I have peace. Peace that is unimaginable. Peace that can't be described. You know, when you are, you know, a lot of people meditate. And that's great. But when you get into his presence, you don't even have to think about meditating. You are meditating. You're like everything else, the whole world. It just shuts down. Everything just becomes non-existent except for the face of God, the presence of God, his holiness, his empowerment is there in his presence. You know, Isaiah 57, 15, it says, I dwell in the high place with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit. When you're in worship and praise, pride is not there. When we truly come with our hearts, praising God and worship him, we come with a humble and contrite spirit. God says, I dwell in the high place with him also that is, is of a contrite and humble spirit. Now listen to the rest of this verse. It says to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. That is an amazing gift. That is a benefit that we all, I think, can, can grow in, to be revived. What does revive mean to you? Revive means to bring to life again. It also means to raise from languor, to rise from depression or discouragement. Have you ever felt discouraged? 
Have you ever had days where you just felt a little bit depressed? God says that in his presence, he revives us. He revives us, gives us new life. He gives us power over that discouragement. That depression, when you're in his presence, you're not thinking about being depressed. And discouragement is not there. God is a God of faith. And when we dwell in him, when we come before his presence with singing, when we enter into his courts with praise and honor and thankfulness, his presence is there and it revives us. Your depression will flee. Your, your lifelessness will flee. He'll give you life. He will give you victory. He will give you joy instead of that dullness in your life. You will have joy. You will have contentment in him as we begin to worship him with all of our heart, with all of our mind, and gain access into his presence, you will find his joy. You will find his faith. You know, the spirit of God, the fruits of the spirit is in his presence. Those fruits, the joy, the faith is yours. That's a benefit that you obtain. It's nothing else that you have to do. Is just worship him and gain access into his throne room. Come before him. Today, I want to encourage you. Worship him. Get into his presence. Find fulfillment in him. All those cares, all those worries, you don't have to live with them. He says to cast your cares upon him, for he careth for you. You know, in this segment today, I want to give you an affirmation today. It says, I am revived in hope and brought back to life as I stand in the presence of God. That's right. I am revived in hope. You are revived in hope today as you begin to worship and praise him. I hope today's message has brought you more of a desire to seek him, a desire for his presence like you've never had before. And I challenge you this week to spend 10 minutes for seven days, seven days, 10 minutes every morning. Set that alarm clock 10 minutes early. Get up. Put on your favorite worship song, your praise song. Get into an alone place and worship him. Come into his presence and see what God does for you this week. Till next time, remember, stay calm and be empowered.